Hi, everyone, and welcome to an emergency pod of the Dishes and Dimes podcast. My name is Sidra, and I am joined here with Iman, and we are recording this after game six of the Raptors versus Celtics game. Iman, are you alive, and how are you feeling if you are alive? I'm barely alive. (laughs) Feeling great, though. I'm feeling great. If this is death, I'll take it. I don't even know what happened. I was just like, okay, so describe to me how you were watching the game, how you were feeling. Let's talk about what we were going through a little bit. I was like, I don't know if anyone read my tweets, but they were just like the most, they were just like, I'm drinking, I'm drinking Javix on the rocks. (laughs) At one point, I think you said you were drinking bleach. And I was like, I was like, let's do shots of bleach. I don't remember what I was saying. I was like, I'm, I think I was like, I'm chewing on a Tide Pod. Like it was just like progressively like any cleaning product I saw around. I'm consuming it. In reality, though, I was eating pizza because my mom came home and was like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, I'm nervous about a game. I can't cook for you. Um, so, <laughs> so, so she understood. In, in reality, in reality, I was not uh, chewing on Tide Pods. How, how are you feeling after that game? Um, well, I was watching the game with my mom, and I don't mm-hmm. think I have sworn that much in front of her. Like, she is like a Pakistani Muslim mom, okay? Like, we're immigrants. <laughs> and, you know, you don't swear in front of a Pakistani mom. But I was just like, anything you could think of, the most, like, gross swear words you could think of, I was saying out loud. And she was just staring at me, like, not saying a word, but also freaking out. And she's like, now I understand why you have like panic attacks and anxiety. I was like, yeah, ma, I don't think the Raptors have anything to do with it. But she's like, you're freaking out. Calm down. You're stressing me out. But I was just stressed out the entire time. I have like serious heartburn. I just had oat milk (laughs) because nothing was calming me down. But it was great. That was the most exciting playoff game I think I've ever, the Raptors have ever been a part of. It definitely goes down in, in history as, like, an instant classic. And, like, so many NBA players were saying that, too. Like, this game is incredible. Yeah. And I, I tweeted out, I was like, I wish this game wasn't with, like, I wasn't watching a team that I liked so I could actually watch the game and enjoy it instead of, like... Oh, I kind of love that it was... Like, I, I love that I felt invested in this. Because normally... I listen because I was listening to the ESPN broadcast and normally I listen to Mark Jackson and I can tune him out as like everyone <laughs> complains about him. I'm like, whatever. But I was watching this like actually getting angry. Like I think I tweeted that he was still upset that we traded him 20 plus years ago. I'm saying we like I was uh, a part of the organization. Um, but yeah, like I it was this was the most exciting game. And you were talking about like all these NBA players talking about it and what they're doing is giving Kyle Lowry a lot of love which has always been my thing is that Kyle Lowry does not get enough appreciation and so to see him have one of his best playoff performances I don't I don't think this is number one for me but I think it cracks the top three um what's crazy is I think he has two this series that are probably in his top five games in his entire career which I mean says a lot just when you think about the 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 weight of everything uh, in game three and then and then today in an elimination game. Kyle has the most 30-point games in an elimination game in Raptors history. Mm-hmm. He just keeps doing this. This is what he does. He's absolutely phenomenal. I'm, like, smiling right now. I'm so excited. Who do you think, outside of Kyle Lowry, who do you think was, like, the second best player today? I mean, I don't know who I would give it to. 
I feel like I was kind of yelling at everyone. First of all, I'm going to give it to Serge for showing up in the first place because you had a sprained ankle and you showed up and you played really well. Um, He looked good. He looked great. And I was just like, I want to hug that ankle. I want to pray on that ankle. I just want to make sure we survive. But then... Like, Norm played pretty crappy in, like, the last, what, five games? And he played crappy during regulation. And then overtime happened, and something happened to Norm. And he, I think he... (laughs) It's like, we got the full Norm experience today. Yeah. Like, you... We got everything. We're literally on our deathbed, and that's when Norm shows up. (laughs) Otherwise, Norm is like, you know what, I'm chilling. It was so long that we got, like, the full experience of, like, everybody. Like, we got to see the highs and lows of every single player because this game went on for, like, five hours. Yeah. Um, But Norm... What's so funny about Norm is, like, like you were saying, for the first three quarters... For the first four quarters. Yeah. The first... For the regulation. He was bad. Like, he was, like... It was painful to watch Norm. And then when the team needed him the most, when he needed to put on the cape, he came through for them. And it was like, what the hell, Norm? How do you have this? Whenever the team needs him the most, he shows up. You can count on Norm, which is, like, so insane. And then, like, the rest of the time, he's he's hurting you. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you think about the Norm ISO that closed the first OT? First of all, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) I was freaking out. I was like, wait, Nick, like, did that? That's what he was thinking? If we didn't win that game, I swear to God, like, the entire timeline would have been, like, yelling at Nick. Mad scientist goes to Norm Iso. And here's the thing, like, I get that you wanted, like, you want, you want to drain the clock. You want to kill the clock. I get you want to kill the clock. I was like, all right, Norm's giblin. All right, all right, what? Oh, and it's not even like he's going to attack. He literally, it was a pull-up three. It was like, where did Dwayne Casey and Lou Will come from? Like, why was this, <laughs> what playbook did this come out of? It was so frustrating to watch that be the go-to. I'm like, who, there's no chance in hell. Like, this game could be played out a hundred yeah. times over. Yeah. Norm is never hitting that shot. That's not Absolutely how. not. And for, for me, I was just like, dude, you just won coach of the year. And you, like, pulled up. A, a norm ISO out of your like pocket. Like, what were you thinking? Wayne Casey playbook. You want coach of the year? <laughs> Apple doesn't fall from too far from the tree. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. From, from the assistant coaching tree. Yeah, for real. Oh, um, what did you? Okay, so the entire timeline is kind of like wrecking Pascal Siakam. What do you think about that? I mean. Here's the thing about Pascal Siakam. Uh, I don't want to shit on DeMar DeRozan because I'm doing the pod with you, Sidra. Oh, my but- God. One day, <laughs> just one day of, of calm and peace. What I was going to say, like, I think, like, <laughs> I think the thing about Pascal Siakam is, like, at least he's playing defense and he's yeah. doing a really great job of it. I mean, yeah, he's playing a lot of defense on himself there as well. Like, the versatility is insane. Um, he can guard one through six. Um the entire team's five and then himself on an offense. But um, he was still plus 12 for today. He's the highest plus minus on the team. Yeah, which is like, 
I think um, Emma uh, tweeted that, and then I like looking at it. I, yeah, I just that put up the popcorn because like, I knew he was a positive. I was like, "There's no way that he's going to be a negative," because that's the thing about Pascal is yeah. like he's always providing something. Now I know we talk about his handle is like part of his game. Although if you've watched him dribble, you'll know that that's just not a thing. <laughs> I, I think that's it's scary a at some point. Like it's a little overrated, but he was he was good on the defensive end. He's yeah has the highest plus minus. You can say what you want about a uh, single game plus minus. Yeah, Raptors still won by tw- like this was a game that went into double OT, and he was a plus twelve. Raptors- yeah, and if he <laughs> wasn't it, defending it Tatum the way he was in overtime, would we have won? I I honestly don't think. No. So. No, oh, which is like, okay, so my whole thing is like, OG Ananobi needs to be given his roses. Yes, there were like lots of alley-oops yeah. to Daniel Tice late in the game, but the Raptors went super small, and OG was like, he's so incredibly special defensively. Like, I get that this was an elimination game. I get that this was the Kyle Lowry show. Like, there's no one in the world who wants to take away roses from Kyle Lowry, and, and like, I, like, I want to give him everything. I want all the attention to be on him, but... As we kind of look at this team coming to towards the end of the year, even if it's not this series, even if it's, you know, even if they make the finals and win a championship, like the year is almost ending when in the playoffs, when when they win a championship, the year is almost ending and we need to be focusing on like the future of this team along with enjoying the current, like I'm not saying anyone shouldn't enjoy what's currently happening, um, but looking at the future of this team, what OG Ananobi has shown in this playoffs is so um, it's so exciting, I think. Like, it's hard to kind of look at him as a prospect, just the way that he's able to defend. Like, the fact that the Raptors could go small in that situation, and they played that lineup for a long time. Yeah. And, and OG- Which I was nervous about, honestly. I was like, why are we playing so small? But then, it, like, it worked out. It, I mean, it, yeah, it, like, tr- trust the genius of Nick Nurse. And there were yeah. moments where I was like, whew. <laughs> and, and it's funny because, like, the offense also, like, went really stagnant. And I was just like, maybe we should get a big in. And, like, like you said, Serge was having a good game and looked really spry. And um, Gasol, too, in the second half really came on, which I'm so sorry to every Muslim who I told to participate in a drinking game. We all got wasted because yeah. of you. <laughs> sorry, yeah, God. Really now. <laughs> it was like, oh. God's fault. Shout out to like Will Lou and just people who do post game podcasts. This is incredibly hard to do because I don't remember anything about the game. Like I feel like I need to sleep on it. Like there are certain plays if you bring it up, I'll remember. I have no <laughs> idea what happened in that game. My mom asked me, no she's like, I go to triple overtime or double? And I was like, I, I don't remember. <laughs> like, I really don't remember. I was like, just sweating. I was just like sitting and sweating. Yeah, I was worried about my breathing. I think I was too focused on my breathing to be paying attention to anything. I literally just like saw a clip on Twitter of uh, the Kyle Lowry shot. And I was like, Oh yeah, that was a turnaround. Oh yeah, he hit that over Kemba. Oh yeah, it was at the elbow. I'm like, did not remember a single like I remembered he got it in, which is like, oh, that stretch where he got hot and just hit the back to back threes, mm-hmm. uh, like against like over um over who was it, Dalen and, and Jason, I think on separate ones. See, I don't remember anything. Don't How remember. do people do this? This is like the hardest thing in the world. I just want to celebrate the win. I don't. Yeah. I'm gonna shut. I'm gonna shut up and I'll let you talk. Celebrate the win. They worked. So freaking hard. Double overtime. Pascal, 54 minutes. Kyle, 53 Ooh, minutes. Fred, I'm 50. And that. OG, 49. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that Mike Boonholzer was watching the game, uh, looking at the minutes and just crying somewhere? Or what do you think he was doing? 
He was probably being like, well, this is not great. He's complaining about it. I don't know. <laughs> Having that stupid face that he has and just staring at it and like just, deer in headlights, uh, bucks. Yeah, like uh-huh. just like looking like he's about to cry as he's looking at the minutes total. Who knows? Like Budenholzer, what were you doing? How are the Bucks out of this? Like, sorry to take this away from the Raptors right now, but really the Bucks less than five. What happened to the Bucks? Honestly, I'm gonna blame it all on Mike. I'm not gonna blame anybody but Mike at this point. Oh, I'm blaming Chris Middleton. I'm blaming Eric Bledsoe as I like to do. But if your coach is a, what's a nice word to say, um, not good <laughs> coach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Eric's coach doesn't know what he's doing. Like, older, but like, yeah. also, uh, yeah, the minutes distribution is just something that cannot be defended. Yeah. Okay, speaking of minutes, are you not worried? Because this game went into double OT, and I think what we saw in game five was tired legs from the Raptors. Yeah, I'm really scared. That game, to me, looked like tired legs from the Raptors. And the fact that this next game is on Friday, I don't know if Kyle has to sleep in an ice bath. Like, maybe you just stay there for 12 hours. I don't know what to do because the Raptors are an older team. Like, Kyle's like a decade older than Jason Tatum. (laughs) What do we do? They're literally a decade apart. I'm not even lying. I honestly, like, have... I was terrified. Like, the way Kyle was leaving the floor, he was, like, hobbling off. Like, you could just tell he was just so exhausted. They honestly need to hibernate for the next, like, 48 hours. Like, no practice, no nothing. Maybe they can watch, like, um, like game tape. Oh, there's not even pa- I think they shouldn't leave a bed. I think that, no. like, stick them in a freezer. What are with, those like, chiro... wrapped around their body. What are those things called? Those chirocryptic... Thi- hyperbaric chambers or something (laughs) i'm like struggling with english (laughs) (laughs) i'm not rich i don't know fancy things (laughs) me neither but anyways they need rest they need a lot of carbs and protein Mm -hmm. and i i don't freaking know i'm how are you feeling about game seven i'm i'm honestly really nervous here's my thing okay i i will say this i think i think as a raptors fan I'm not jaded. I'm actually, I I kind of trust in experience. I trust in the ability to close out. I saw it with the Raptors back in 2014 when the Raptors lost to the Nets in game seven. That came down to the wire. But there was a lot of talk about, well, the Nets are an experienced team. And that was with like the, the Boston Celtics guys, like the Kevin Garnett, the Paul Pierce, that team, right? And there was a lot of talk about the Nets just having more experience and being able to close out. And a lot of people favored them in a game seven scenario. And it did look like, especially like in game six with the Raptors inability to close out, um, game five, they lost this major lead. There was like a lot of kind of young team doesn't really know how to close out the veteran team kind of feel to that. And I think that those narratives are really overblown just because they sound good on TV. But I also think there's a little bit of truth to that. And I think we saw that tonight where it's not a surprise that Kyle Lowry led this down the line. And it's not like it's, it's really not a surprise that it came down to sort of Kemba making shots because he's a veteran on, on, on that team. But the fact that it was like Kyle Lowry in those moments and not really a Pascal Siakam. I know Jason Tatum hit that three, but that kind of felt like the game was over at that point when he hit that three to bring it up to one. Like it just really didn't feel like they're like the Raptors had the ball with five seconds left. It 
or 0.5 seconds left or something ridiculous. So it kind of felt like the game was over anyway. But yeah, do you think that there's a little bit of truth to that? I'm just kind of rambling right now. I don't know. Because I feel like if there was truth to that, I think it's it just points out the greatness of Kyle Lowry. Because if there was truth yeah. to that, we would have trusted Mark more. And like Serge played a good game, but yeah. I feel like we would rely on him a lot more too. Um, but I think it goes to the greatness of yeah. Kyle Lowry more than any other player. So he's just going to will the team to win? Maybe that's Honestly, it. Honestly, yeah. I think that's what he's going to do. He's going to be like... Mm. Remember Kwai at that interview last year after they won the championship and he was just like sore and just like moving really slowly? Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna like, be I'm, I'm nervous. I honestly I, I hate to say it. I don't think it's gonna be a win. <laughs> I'm trying to talk myself. You're horrible. You know what you're like? Okay, so I'm just gonna like get a little annoyed by everyone, including you, oh, including get Mark. annoyed, please. I, I hate said I'm gonna get annoyed at everybody on the TL except for Jordan and Mitch. Okay, from Raptors Twitter. And the only reason I am annoyed with everybody but them is because the entire morning I woke up, I woke up and everybody was just like, oh my God, I'm not feeling good. Like Tony Brothers, this, that. And I'm just like- Which is another thing. Time out. I'm sorry. The Raptors don't do poorly with Tony Brothers and Mark Davis wrapping the game. Why is everyone complaining about Tony Brothers and Mark Davis? I'm not sure. Ed Malloy. Ed yeah. Malloy is the person to complain about. That greasy-haired bitch is the one to be complaining about. Continue I'm telling you, that, that hairstyle <laughs> is scary to me. I don't like that hairstyle. <laughs> Ed Malloy scares me for so many reasons. But I was saying everybody was just, like, sad and depressed. And I'm like, we're champions going into a big game. What makes you think we're not going to show up? Like... Everybody was just sat on the TL. I honestly wanted to mute everybody except for Jordan and Mitch. So Jordan oh. and Mitch, if you're I'm sorry, you didn't. Did you miss Game Five? Like, how are you mad at us? I watched Game Five. I watched it with my family, which meant that I had to answer like 50 million questions about why did he miss that shot? I don't know why he missed that shot. Why do you think? Like, what kind of question is why did he miss that shot? How are you going to ask somebody that? But well, anyway, to be honest with you. Um, I turned game five off after I did too. So I didn't know that Serge hurt his ankle. I literally, I left. So I was at my family's for Labor Day. Um, and I literally left the living room, went on my laptop and just started watching Netflix. So when people were like, Serge got hurt. I'm like, when? You're like, well, I guess it's over. (laughs) Well, it's not over because game seven's happening and we're about to win. Put it into the universe. I hope the Raptors do win because here's what I'll say. The Heat are fraudulent. The Celtics are a good team. The Heat are not as good as the Celtics. I'm not so worried about the Celtics. Like, sorry, I'm not so worried about the Heat. Like, we saw OG Ananobi on Bam Adebayo. We saw how easy it was to kind of shut down Duncan Robinson when you kind of, when when you, uh, who was it? Was it Pascal that we put on him? I don't even remember. All I'm trying to say is we saw it work before. I'm not too worried about the Miami Heat. I We just need to get one game. One game yeah. is it. The Raptors just need to win one game. The Celtics and Raptors was really the Eastern Conference Finals that everybody was waiting It was really the finals. I'm just yeah. going to say that right now. It was really the finals. Yeah, honestly. It was the – it, and everybody saw it tonight. Like, the tough matchup. Every single game. So, like, their – every single game was so close. So – it's, it is the finals. You're absolutely it right. It is the finals, 100%. And I just, like, I'm so happy. I know I said this earlier, but I just have to repeat. 
all of the love that Kyle Lowry is getting is all of the love he should have been getting for years. For years. And I was preaching for years. You're not going to like this part. That oh, is- stop talking about Damar. <laughs> I didn't mention the name. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> I didn't mention the name, but I was always complaining that he took a brunt of the heat for the Raptors' failures despite none of it, most of it, I'll say most of it, some of it did fall on him, despite most of it not really falling on him. And he didn't get any of the credit, despite most of it belonging to him. And that seems to switch right now where people are paying attention. Kyle Lowry is awesome. He's just amazing. He's the best. I love him so much. I could talk about Kyle Lowry forever. He's so special. <laughs> well, speaking of somebody so else that we... That's what I'm going to do. Friday night, if they win, can we all just meet up in front of Union? Yeah, what should I bring? Like, uh, like, I have a lot of Aveeno bottles hanging around. Water mix? Aveeno bottles? What the hell are we going to do with Aveeno I've bottles? I've got eczema. I can stack them. <laughs> <laughs> I can stack them up. We can make a... I don't know. I was just trying I'm to help. Lotion up our statue? <laughs> what? Yeah, it should be glistening at all times. Okay, bring the Aveeno bottles. Um, y- you have a car. We'll stop by, like, Home Depot. Buy some, like, mortar mix. Is that what they make statues with? Brick? I don't know any. Wood? <laughs> not wood we're in toronto it'll like die within like a month actually i'm from mississauga <laughs> just wanted to point that out uh but i did want to talk about something there's yeah. some drama that happened right after the game so i kind of want to talk about that so we saw the um the raptors and the celtics at the end of the game they were talking back and forth exchanging some words so what do you think marcus smart said to the raptors what do I think he said? Ooh. Let me know when I have to bleep you. Marcus Mar- Marcus Smart talks a lot of shit, right? Yeah. So, I mean, just cash it. But, like, I kind of like that. Because here's two things. One is I feel like you can really egg Marcus Smart on. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can, like, really get under his skin. And, like, he'll He's start an emotional to, like, player, for sure. Very emotional. And I think we can get a fight. And I'm really hoping, like... Norm, Terrence Davis, Rhonda Hollis, Jefferson, someone takes it for the team, gets ejected, maybe suspended for a game, it's all good, and gets Marcus Smart ejected as well. Because no Marcus Smart in game seven is going to really help. So that's my whole thing. Like, I really want that to happen. Also, if that doesn't happen, I also kind of feel like when Marcus Smart talks cash shit, he'll start filling himself a little bit. Yeah, he does. And he'll just start jacking up, like, Lots of shots, which means less shots for Kemba, means less shots for Jason, and means less shots for Jalen, which might help the Raptors depending on how he's shooting. And even if he's having an off shooting night, he's not going to care and he's going to keep jagging up those shots. So I feel like that's what you have to do. Who cares what he said? Just like continue to egg him on. So what you're saying is you want the Raptors to fight him at the hotel tonight? I want them to fight him right after tip off. Just get him out. out get him out right away. Just like, you know, tip jump ball. Gasol, some, I've never seen Gasol win a jump ball. And I feel like the Raptors have had every single one this series. Daniel Tice is so, so small. But um, so Raptors win tip. And then right away, just like start a fight with Marcus Smart. Yeah. Oh, but then it's got to be a starter. Oh, I don't like that. Okay, let, let's, when Fred sits with the bench, that's when we'll do it. So, like, five minutes into the first. You know? Or we can ask Nick Nurse to come on the court again, like Jalen Brown was complaining about today, so. Mark Jackson was complaining about that. First of all, Mark Jackson, you complained so much shit. Here's the thing. Bill Simmons was talking shit about Stan Van Gundy, who is uh, an angel of a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to 
complain about Mark Jackson. Uh, like I said, Mark Jackson's just upset that the Raptors traded him 20 plus years ago. Uh, hasn't <laughs> let go of that grudge. He's also upset that Nick Nurse does a job and he doesn't. Um, coaching basketball. He complained about absolutely everything. He was like, well, the Celtics are playing great defense right now and the Raptors aren't. And then literally like a second later, it was like, oh yeah, the Raptors uh, have turned the ball over only two times, but have forced a million turnovers from the Celtics. And it's like, so what are you talking about? Like literally yeah. every time he said anything, I was like, are we watching the same game? Also, he's complaining about absolutely everything. Shut the fuck up and enjoy the game. If you don't like basketball, turn on Netflix. That's what I did in game five. I didn't like the game, so I stopped watching it, and I turned on Trinkets on Netflix. Not a greatly acted show, but still was more entertaining to me. You could have done the same. You didn't have to subject us to your complaints. Oh, my God. It's this narrative, like, like so and I. I believe somebody tweeted it out today um, that everybody is pissed that the Celtics lost. Like everybody, mainstream media, every NBA analyst, they're just mad uh, because they 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 want to see the Celtics win, and now they're scared because it's going to a game seven, and the Raptors have the momentum going into Anything that game. Is possible? Damn, I guess that's possible. Oh yeah, we can't do that. Fuck. That's oh wait. <laughs> My bad. Okay. In the words of <laughs> Nick Nurse, yeah, game seven, baby. <laughs> Or we're going to game seven. I forget what it is. I honestly am so excited for game seven. And here's the thing. I don't know how this is going to work. I also don't know how this podcast sounds. I feel like I've just rambled. <laughs> I feel like we're just <laughs> having a convo. <laughs> um, yeah, game breakdown. I don't know. We don't have it here. Listen to Will Lou for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Will Lou knows what he's point. talking about. We're just freaked out right now. We don't know what happened. I don't remember it. A couple of more times for the Raptors. Yeah, I think. the only thing I remember is Norm Iso, but hey, it worked out for us. Norm Iso, also, like Norm hitting his free throws in the second half because for yeah. whatever reason he's been shooting free throws like he's Pascal Siakam or something. <laughs> like it's just been like it's not been good. Also, like Marcus Soul had not hit a single three pointer in this series until the second half of this game. Until you tweeted out. Give give yourself yeah, until, credit. Until you. I tweeted it out. Until I try to get Muslim people to drink alcohol. <laughs> until you buy a slam into it. <laughs> Which is like, it's game six. How is he not? He's a starter on this team. He plays a good chunk of the minutes. He t- takes... So you see, he did not hit a single one until game six, which is absolutely insane. But maybe this just opened up the market, the Mark Gasol floodgates, and maybe we're going to see him make threes. The hair was in the way. It's all in the haircut, too. He came out with a uh, a buzz cut, and I feel like he lost his suckiness. (laughs) Is that a word? Do you think the hair was just... Do you think the bayangs? Do you think the bayangs were were in his, like, sight line and he couldn't see the basket? I think yeah. he always just got, like, you know what it's like. You get hair in your eyes and you can't see anything. Your yeah, mascara starts leaking. Your eyeliner it's starts leaking. heavy. He had, like, yeah. no lift in his legs. Sunscreen he- got into his eye. Like, you know, a lot happens when hair gets into your eye. Everything's just get watery and it's it's a giant mess. So, shout yeah. out to Marcus All for shaving his head. We appreciate you. <laughs> One last question before we go. Did Norman Powell always have a mustache? Dude, okay. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was like, he looks different. He looks like a hard-boiled egg. Like, something <laughs> about his face was different this game. I was like, he looks like an evil character. You know when, like, they have, a, like, on TV shows where there's, like, the twin and the evil twin? And the evil twin just has, like, more facial hair? <laughs> like a mustache and, like, a goatee? Like, that's what he looked like. I was like, why does this look like evil norm? Like, what is happening? 
He literally looked like, I don't even, it was just kind of creepy. It was kind of creepy. The, it was just like a very thin mustache. It was just so like, thin. it's like, you know, when a, a boy's like in high school going through puberty yes. and just like trying to grow his mustache out and nothing's happening. Well, so he yeah. just has that thin line, which is just not a good look. That's what it's normal like when has. girls like really poorly outline their lips, like when they want to be like Kylie Jenner. You, you mean know when, when I poorly like- outline my lips? <laughs> <laughs> Do you do it with like a dark, like a dark pencil and then like a light gloss in the inside? Because that's what it kind of looked like. And I was like, this is, a, I don't know if he always looks like this. And it's just jarring to me because I haven't seen him play in a while or what? I don't know. It just looked different. No, something was different. Um, and thankfully, something was also different in overtime where he made his shots and was clutch as fuck. So Listen, shout out to Norm Powell. If the mustache is working, the mustache is working. Nick Nurse believes in Norm uh, so I believe in Norm. I'll say this about Nick Nurse. There was a stretch where the Raptors could not score, and I swear to you it went Siakam, Brick, Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet. This is like the second last possession of the game was just like, oh, I know what to do. I'm going to do what's not worked for me forever and just dribble, 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 and just drive in to five defenders at the rim and throw up nothing that's going to hit nothing, that's going to do nothing, and then look at the refs like, oh, where's my call? What the fuck? Why was that? Why? I don't understand it. Anyway, and then after that, I feel like OG missed something, and then it was finally like, oh, now let's put the ball in Larry's hands. Like, it literally everyone had to make a I I don't uh it just felt like every single person bricked a shot and like it was a play run for everybody before the ball went into Lowry's hands and guess what happened when it went into Lowry's hands they scored it's almost like putting the ball in your best player's hands in key moments of the game is the way to go yeah like elimination games probably aren't the time for you to be teaching your like young guns things or (laughs) yeah it's not the time for pascal siakam to be taking a three yeah especially if he's been bricking them for the last few games we don't need yeah exactly no pascal siakam contested three no fred that we driving into five guys at the rim we just we've seen that it doesn't work but we came out with a win so that's all that matters right now. We're all yeah, gonna be like complaining about, about the game. I'm acting like the team lost. Anyway, Lowry, we love you. Norm, we love you. Fred, Fred Van Vliet, I'll say this because I've shit on him a lot. That six point possession for Saved the us. Raptors yeah. was massive. Saved us for real. He literally, like, I, I didn't know that it, that was gonna be called a flagrant on Marcus Smart. Like, that to me, I probably would not have called it a flagrant because it just seemed inadvertent. And I get that, like, you're not supposed to get in a guy's sort of landing space. As there was no that. space, okay? That, that's the There's no space for him to land. I stand by that. Why? Yeah, it's, it's a very dangerous. But it honestly, like, if they had called that a common foul, I don't think I would have been tweeting complaining about it. So I was like, I would have. I love that. My mom, my mom's complaining about literally everything. She's the biggest homer I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so, so to get that, make all three of his free throws, which is, like, so clutch. Because, like, so many guys were breaking free throws today. It was so incredibly frustrating. So Fred Van Leek being able to do that and then hitting the three in the corner literally right after six points in a single possession, that turned the game and is the reason the Raptors are still in this. Yeah. So we love you, too. Uh, and I apologize for shitting on you, but, like, the decision-making. Bet on She's yourself. She's sorry for shitting on you. <laughs> Bet on yourself within reason. That just, like, needs to be the fine print. 
But also speaking of Kyle uh, or uh, Fred Van Vliet, um, I know we're going to talk about his kids, obviously, because they're superheroes. But I also put like photos online of like my niece, who's the cutest thing in the world. But also a lot of people like we started making a thread of babies in Raptors gear. And I'm not just I'm not saying that it might be good luck for us. I'm just saying like I'm always going to tweet out a photo of a baby in Raptors gear from now on and everybody else has to do that every single game so like this is our new this is my new ritual yeah so Miriam if you're listening baby photo Yara Raptors in gear. Raptors gear right you're co-signing that yes Miriam, you're listening Yara in Raptors gear Yara in Raptors gear we need uh Sana's niece and nephew in Rap- Raptors gear we need yeah. uh, Asher's so cute that little jersey that she had that doesn't fit him at all <laughs> so cute before we go, because uh, this was supposed to be short, because it's 12 a.m. now. <laughs> oh, shit. What are your predictions for the next game? Okay. So because I didn't make a prediction when we did the game four, uh, like the after game four one, and then we lost game five, I'm going to make a prediction because we got to go opposite what happened. And I'm just going to predict the Raptors win, even though no part of me thinks that they're going to win. And I'm saying that because... I want positive vibes and people to not attack me. So Raptors win. It's going to be a 12-point game. Raptors are going to win by 12. I don't know what that means, but that's what's going to happen. I'm going to say, obviously, that the Raptors are going to win. Um, and everybody on the timeline no, is going to be... <laughs> everybody on the timeline is going to be super positive in the morning leading up to the no. game. No. It's going to happen. I, I believe it. I'm not going to be. into existence. I'm not going to be. I'll say that. And I also, I'm just, I want to put it, like, I want to manifest this. I just want Pascal to have a 20-plus game. I believe in him. Pascal's going to have 30. Okay. You know what? He's, yeah, yeah and he's going to be, like, five for five from the three. I'm no, just, I don't want any threes. You don't even want them to attempt it at this point? No, I don't even like Pascal's. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> Pascal scoring scoring thirty in a game without an three. It's gonna happen. I don't know. We're gonna see it. <laughs> I'm putting it out into the universe, and I'm gonna hope that it happens. But all I know is the Raptors are gonna win. So hopefully, we're not jinxing them by by making this pod. So <laughs> if they lose, I apologize. No, it wasn't me. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Iman because she's like, I might. It might not be good luck, and but we're like, no, fuck it, we'll do it anyways. But so it's not uh, Iman's fault if anything bad happens, but nothing bad's gonna happen if anything. We're guys, doing. it's Juma. We just have to pray together. Yeah, it's Friday. Every Muslim just needs to come together. <laughs> Socially distance, wear your mask, though. <laughs> okay, well that wraps it up um, for another episode of Dishes and Dimes. Thank you for joining us for our emergency pod after the Raptors beat the Celtics in double overtime. My name is Sija and this is Iman and thank you guys for joining us. No, this is Iman actually, but okay. What? <laughs> You're like, this is Iman and I'm like, no, I am Iman. Oh yeah, what she said. Also in the words <laughs> of Nick Nurse, what he said um, when they were fighting, uh, well, when they were talking to each other, fuck them. So fuck the Celtics, fuck them, I'm over them. Done. <laughs>